Hey folks, this is Glenn Mann. Welcome to an all new episode of Glenn is Talking. It's been a long time. Uh, almost two months, I think, since uh, a new episode. Sorry for the, the wait. And to be honest with you, I haven't really felt like podcasting. Uh, for a number of reasons. Number one reason is topic and subject matter. Everything just seems to be kind of this, ugh, you know. Uh, we're still in the pandemic, and you know we're still having the same conversations that we were having a year ago about wearing masks. And now we've added the vaccines, and people don't want to take the vaccines, and we got freaking variants running around. And so it's like, what's to even talk about, really? We still have a, a political environment in this country, which is still bananas, still is crazy, and so it's kind of like, what can you talk about, like? Ooh, well, I don't even, like, why even, you know, maybe I should turn this into a true crime podcast or something. Because just talking about general things, uh, it just kind of kind of sucks. Because things kind of suck. And I'm not going to be, like, I'm not trying to be a downer. I, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm not saying, when I say everything sucks, you know what I mean. There's some good things happening in the world. There's probably some good things happening in your life. Uh, which is great. I mean, just overall, the mood of the nation of the globe, this feels kind of icky, right? And it's like, and I would love to get past this pandemic. I would love for us to have that moment where we say the pandemic is over, where you can get back to fighting over other stuff instead of fighting over an illness that can, that can and has done serious damage uh, to people and to society. And it just gets, you know... So that's my little rant about not doing episodes. Maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe that's it. But anyway, this is sort of a random stream of consciousness episode, which anything can happen. That's kind of dangerous. You might hear noise in the background. Who knows what's happening? I think there's construction going on outside in New York City. There's always construction going on outside. No matter, even if there's no construction supposed to be going on outside, there's construction going on outside. Someone has got a jackhammer for doing something. What are they jackhammering? No one knows. So we are in the Olympics started last week. And when I was a kid, I used to be oh man, I used to be obsessed with the Olympics, especially the Summer Olympics. I was never that big into the Winter Olympics, probably because I really don't like winter. So we don't want me to watch a sports centered around a season that I don't like. Eh, okay, whatever. The summer was like it. It was like, you know, track and field and Gymnastics and whatever was going on, USA, USA. I hear that music. I think that's how the music goes, right? And I'd get so excited when I was a kid, yeah, and I'd watch TV and watch the Olympics, see what's going on. As an adult, my interest in the Olympics has waned. Like, I I try to keep following what's going on, but not really like, it's not destination TV anymore for me. Like, ooh, I gotta watch the Olympics. But the Olympics is a big deal. And uh, I guess the big news was Simone Biles, the gymnast, withdrew from competition, right? Citing uh, mental health reasons. And of course, this led to sort of a firestorm on social media, Twitter. Because of course, everything has to be a firestorm, right? So there were people who, there were people who were supportive, who said she was making a good decision. If she doesn't feel like she can, you know compete if she's not there 100% mentally then when people are like oh she let her team down she's you know this she's weak blah, 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 blah. this is a form of and of course we've talked a lot about this past 
couple months about athletes and uh, mental health and Naomi Osaka, who had dropped out of the, the French Open, citing the same reasons and people. Now, look, yes, top star athletes have a certain amount of privilege when they can just say, look, I'm going to take a step back. I'm not going to do this, which the average person doesn't have, right? The average person, unless maybe they call in sick to work, and but then their boss gives them a hard time. Why are you sick? What's going on? Uh, you got to come to work, blah, 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 blah. You know how it is, right? So they have a certain amount of privilege. But, hey, when you're as good as they are, when you've earned that status to be one of the best in the world, in Simone Biles' case, people saying the best ever, then you've earned the right. You've earned that privilege. You've earned to have a little, to have that say. To say, hey, you know what? I'm going to just take care of me for a while. But it's an unusual environment for many people because people just aren't used to that. But I do think that something is happening. Something is bubbling. And we hear now, when it comes to jobs and hiring, you hear all the stories every day about people, you know, certain jobs people are just quitting. You know, service jobs, restaurant jobs, because they, they're tired of getting abused by the public. And they're like, hey, I don't have to take this anymore. We hear this with other um, sort of fields where people are just tired. They want more. They want respect. They want a little bit more money. They want to make a living. So I think this is something that's going on. Where I think, now you can always say, okay, isn't there always been like a little bit of selfishness at the center of like our culture? Sure, but this is um, isn't really about selfishness. This is about self, though. But this is about people saying, "Hey, you know what? The whole like stretch myself thin, which we kind of celebrated for decades. People are kind of saying, you know what? I I, I want to be okay. I want to I want success. I want to pay my bills. I want to, but I want to be okay. I don't want to drive myself crazy or drive myself to the ground." And that's what people are doing. So I don't know if this is a permanent culture shift or just because we just lived in such unprecedented times from, let's say, the political environment the past five years to what's happening with the pandemic. Or perhaps people, this is sort of a new way that people are going to be like trying to, you know, live their lives. And you, you, you come across all these stories where people are like, hey, I got this great job, but... You know what? I'm gonna quit my job and maybe make a little less money, but uh, maybe move somewhere cheaper. I just want to be. I just want a little bit more happiness in my life. You have people who who've been working from home and they've been loving it. They love spending time with their pets or their kids or just in their home, and they feel more productive and they feel more at peace, have less anxiety. And now a lot of their jobs are like, well, you gotta come back to the office. And a lot of people are saying, no, I ain't coming back. A lot of people are quitting and find jobs where they can work from home. So there's this big shift that appears to be happening uh, when it comes to how people want to be treated. People kind of standing up and say, hey, because I think I've mentioned this in another episode, right? I'm a big proponent of like shorter work weeks. It, outside the specialty jobs where you need as many hours as possible to become proficient or really good at it. But there's, there's a significant number of jobs where... You don't need to be somewhere five days a week, 40 hours, you know, 40 hours a week uh, to be productive and to do and get stuff done. And people say, well, how are you going to make money and make enough living? Well, we can figure that out, right? I mean, we got billionaires flying through space. We can figure out a way to make, 
to give people more money, to make job sharing, those type of things. But that's like an, uh, a whole nother episode, really. Probably hosted by someone a little more qualified to talk about the subject. But still, we can create a better society. Uh, this idea that the things where we, the way we live now, is so entrenched, right? Like it was written on the Ten Commandments and brought down from the mountain by Moses. We can create the life and the culture and the society that we really want. One that's more productive, one that makes us happy, if we want to do it. Now, some people don't want to do it because some people are just miserable and they want everyone else to be miserable. Or some people don't think other people deserve to be happy or be content. There's all kinds of psychological uh, mumbo-jumbo going on in people's brains. So, you know, we just got to figure a little bit of that out. So here in New York City, so we had a mayor's, uh, mayor, Democrat, we still have a mayor's race going on, but we had a Democratic primary, and since New York City has a such, is such a Democratic city, if you win a Democratic primary, you're going to be the next mayor. And, and Eric Adams, former police captain, turned state senator, and Brooklyn Borough president, won the Democratic primary. He's facing Curtis Sliwa, founder of the Guardian Angels, who were really a big deal back in the 80s. Group of uh, self-styled vigilantes in red berets, you know, patrolling the subways during the nitty-gritty days in New York City. There's been a lot of talk about crime, and every day you turn the news, you you read some horrific story, and you're like, "What is going on?" Like, I'm convinced that one of the unknown symptoms of COVID-19 may be like brain-eating worms, because it feels like people have kind of gone crazy. You look on the news, you look at social media, Facebook, whatever you get your information from, you hear all these stories, you know, people fighting in airports, and people, uh, I've read a story that veterinarians are upset because they're getting attacked by people. Veterinarians, people are, like, abusing veterinarians because they don't like the news about their pets. What? I'm sure there's no one who ever went to veterinarian school who would thought, you know what, this might be a job one day that could be considered dangerous because of human beings. They probably expected an occasional bite from a dog or a scratch from a cat or some whatever animal. Snake doctors, I guess you worry about being sort of strangled by a snake or whatever. But they probably wasn't worried about human beings, uh, perhaps putting them in danger. But this is where we are now. So we've got, you know, we mentioned before about the pandemic and this big battle. And look, some people don't want to take the vaccine because they say they don't know what's in it. Personally, look. I don't do we. I don't know what in half the stuff I take from food to medicine to whatever. You know, I I just assume or you take you you know you figure hey you let people who have the expertise uh, give the guidance and then you can decide to follow it or not. But everyone has decided. We live like I said before. We got people. Everyone's kind of looking out for themselves. But we got some people who are taking it to an extreme. or like I'm not gonna do anything. And that's the big deal with this pandemic. Is that we've got people who from the beginning say, you know what, I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to practice social distancing. I'm not going to gather with friends indoors without a mask. And I'm going to do this. There have been people who have done the right thing. With the expectation that we would get past this, right? We would get through this and we could get back to normal. And we have had some semblance of normalcy a little bit. But there's been some people who have never contributed at all to this battle. They don't want to get vaccines. They don't want to wear masks. They don't want to practice social distancing. Here in New York, where there's being mandated where if you don't wear, ma- if you don't get the vaccine, then you gotta have weekly testing if you're like an employee. 
And you got people saying they don't want to get weekly testing. So what do you want to do? You don't want masks. You don't want vaccines. You don't want to get tested. What the hell do you want? What You understand that we're trying to battle something very serious. The reason why they call it variants because these mutations, they could, want, they could be one that develops where nothing really helps. Where vaccines don't work. Where maybe masks don't work. Maybe even social distancing has limited impact. So we're trying to stop that. Uh, last year, a lot of people kind of forget that uh, many healthcare systems were really on the verge of catastrophe, right? Uh, there were freezers outside with bodies. Uh, emergency room doctors and nurses were exhausted because they were working crazy shifts because there were so many sick people. And that's what we've been trying to do from the beginning. We were trying to prevent our healthcare system from collapsing because guess what? Even if you don't have COVID, if you don't have to catch it, well, let's say you have, uh, let's say you break your leg, or let's say you have a heart attack or a stroke, or let's say you get bit by a dog, let's say you got to go to the emergency room and you need medical attention, but you can't get medical attention right away because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Well, perhaps if you don't get medical attention right away, which you would have gotten in the normal times, maybe your condition becomes more serious. Maybe you get really sick. Maybe you die. Whoa, right? You die. Because of this whole domino effect, right? It could have been prevented if everyone or if most people would have said, hey, you know what? Let's get through this. Let's try to, you know, end this thing so we can get back to the normal things like hating each other for for really stupid reasons and fighting over really dumb things instead of fighting over how to save our lives. Which that's And that's the really frustrating part, right? Now, look. I understand some people are hesitant. They don't trust the man. They don't trust the system. You, hey, guess what? I don't either. But uh, sometimes you got to just say, hey, you know what? What's the best thing to do for myself and for everyone? So, this is some really just, you know, frustrating. This is a frustrating time. Which is probably why I had, like I said, I haven't really podcasting. Because what am I going to talk about every freaking week? Oh, look. Another story where, you know, someone got sick or this and that. And it just really makes you really, makes you really sad. It makes you a little bit mad. And this is supposed to be sort of the summer of restoration a little bit, right? Where we're getting back to normal. And now it's kind of descending into, oh my God, it's supposed to be a summer blockbuster, which is turning into a horror movie. That's not what we want. We wanted to we wanted to be fast and furious and now it's becoming the conjuring or something like that. Like, come on people, let's get it together. So we can get back to normal, right? I I don't think masks are comfortable at all. I hate wearing a mask because I wear glasses and I gotta make sure the glasses feel right with my mask and then my glasses sometimes get foggy and then I'm stumbling around like I'm a cartoon character because I don't know where the hell I'm going. I can't see anything. You think I like wearing masks? No. You think I like, think I wanted to get vaccinated? You think I like uh, getting shots and waiting on a big line? No, I'm sure there's things, other things I could have done, but I did it because I wanted to get it over with. You think I wanted to do it with the side effects? Of course not. Who wants to lay around and, and feel like you're getting beat up? But it was about what comes afterwards. And people can't seem to forget. People can't seem to think past like the, the moment. 
right now. They can't they can't think past it. So they're all like kind of just going. The world's like I said, brain eating worms. An unknown symptom of COVID nineteen has to be. I I can't think of anything else uh, that is that is going on. And right now I'm scrolling through like the news on like the on the on the tablet just to see what else is happening in the world that I can talk about. Um, Team USA in the Olympics rebounded with a win over Iran. Oh, good for them because they've been all these stinging it up. And that was a good chance that these guys might not be allowed to come back home to the United States if they keep losing like this. I mean, come on. I mean, which is, if you think about it, it's kind of weird. Over 30 years ago, the Dream Team, Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley, Scottie Pippen, Patrick Ewing, Karl Malone, the greatest collection of professional athletes in the NBA, joining to go to the Olympics because the U.S. team was just getting beat. They was getting smacked around. So we got the best ever and really, really began sort of the bas- bas- really began basketball as a global sport, as a global phenomenon, right? But now it's like, hey, the other team, other countries have gotten really good too with basketball, and they've got some really sort of amazing, a really amazing players. So, uh, you know, that's what we've got to do. But yeah, so that I mean that that's a big thing. But it's like I said before, if you, if you don't care about basketball, if you don't care about the Olympics, then it's kind of like, huh, okay, what else is going on? Uh, this week, there doesn't seem to be any billionaires going to space. We had last week we had Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon, and uh, Richard Branson before that, Virgin Galactic. And uh, it's funny, I think both because both men, when they went on their trips, came down, and they were given astronaut wings, like, hey, you went to subspace, or, but now I think the FAA, it said, no, you can't, you're not considered astronauts anymore. I go, okay, whatever, I mean, um, I don't know, I think if, I, I don't know, if I think if I went to space, if I, if I went to, like, suborbital space, whatever, or anything like that, and someone gave me wings, and they took it away. I don't know. I might go back to space again just to fly over where they live and then, like, drop back down. Be like, boom. There it goes. But that's how, you know, that's how you figure sort of how things are are happening, really. And so, I mean, and then, of course, here in New York, we've been dealing with some, like, hazy skies because of fires out west. Right, uh, so which is, it's kind of weird because you know, and New York has been pretty clean for a number of years now. But this kind of haze kind of reminds me back of like growing up back in the day when the skies weren't that. There was that sort of haze. In fact, if you look at old pictures of New York, like thirty years ago, you look at old movies, you see how hazy it is because there's so much pollution, really, and there's no the fight to. You know, fight the fight to fight pollution, right? Which worked, right? We got cleaner skies and everything. And now we got climate. We got these uh, sort of pending climate catastrophe, I guess. And look, I care about the environment. I care about climate, the impact it has on lives, on people. But it's come to the point where it's like if if people on a on a broad scale, governments, corporations, if they're not gonna do anything, then it's like. We, 
sort of leaving it on like the average person to be the one, even collectively, is kind of like really, like uh, okay, I've got to do, I got to recycle and do this and do that, uh, but you know, no one else is, you know, I'm talking about like the the, the big governments and and the, and the companies, everyone else is maybe paying lip service, maybe not, who knows, but it's kind of like. A little bit depressing, like you're like, hey, what's the point? And then sometimes when I look at the news, I see everything that's happening, and I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe climate catastrophe is the best thing to happen. Like, you know, maybe a good global flood, the days of Noah. I mean, maybe we need one of those, right? This time, instead of two of every animal, we get like, you know, two of every device. You know, two two iPhones and and two big screen TVs, and you know. Whatever, whatever things that are the center of our uh, society now. And of course, maybe a couple of cats and a couple of dogs and a couple of birds, maybe. Spiders. I don't know who. I don't know why they put you on the first arc, but you're not coming on the second one. No, I don't know who. Okay, really. Uh, bad decision. So, on that note, I think I have rambled on long enough. Uh, you can find me. On Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Glenn Price Man. Glenn Twins Price Man with Twins. You can also find me on TikTok, also with the same handle. And you can email me podcast at man, Glenn Man with Twins, Glenn with Twins.com. Uh, also, if you want to contribute a little something, buy the host a cup of coffee. You can Venmo me at Man Glenn once again, Man with Twins, Glenn with Twins. Thank you for listening to Glenn is Talking. Take care of yourself.